snow and sun are here at Ski Apache. Head to Alto, New Mexico to experience some of the best warm weather skiing and boarding in the country. With breathtaking views, New Mexico's only eight-passenger gondola, and over 750 acres of skiable terrain, it's a mountain of fun for the whole family. Plus, turn your ski trip into a getaway when you stay at Inn of the Mountain Gods. Enjoy world-class gaming, acclaimed dining, family-friendly activities, and much more. Plan your winter getaway at SkiApache.com. Investing can seem like a complicated game, but the Stash app makes it easy. It's an app that helps you get started so you can buy investments that follow the market and your passions. All you have to do is take the first step by downloading the app. For a limited time, Stash will add $5 to your account and give you even more when you stick to your plan. Download the Stash app from the App Store or visit Stash.com today. That's Stash. Stash. Invest in yourself. Offer subject to terms and conditions. Investing involves risk and investments may lose value. You knew the job was dangerous when you took it, Fred. I have a question. Shh, be respectful the, uh, of me. You can act like a man! He's colossal and stupendous. One might even go so far as to say he's mediocre. I guess I should salute you with a worthy adversary and all that, but the truth is, I really did hate your guts. This is a single storm podcast. true that boys cannot be girls and girls cannot be boys it's just scientifically impossible folks but of course this this is the debate where it's not even a debate it's just the idiocy we're being driven to because some folks we call them democrats are seeing political advantage by saying uh, nodding thoughtfully saying hey yeah you know what boys can be girls and girls can be boys uh and how about some of that that money from all of you uh you physicians out there that are uh, diagnosing and and prescribing gender reassignment surgeries for kids and making you know seventy thousand dollars a pop for these unnecessary surgeries that don't deliver. Not only do they not deliver, you can't make a a, a female a male. You can't make a male a, a female. Those who are getting these these gender reassignment surgeries, which they're misnamed, they don't reassign your gender. They just make you look differently they, they may look you make you look like a man but you're not really a man if you're a woman and they may make you look like a woman but you're not really a woman uh, not only are they failing on their promises they're also compromising the health of people who are undergoing these surgeries at at too young of an, of an age not to not to know the difference so there's one aspect i don't know if you guys heard about this story but you've got the the Women's Golf Pro Tour, the LPGA. A Women's Golf Tour responded to backlash on Monday after a transgender competitor, Haley Davidson, won a tournament in Florida and increased his chances of earning a spot on the LPGA Tour. NXXT Golf CEO Stuart McKinnon, who leads the tour where Davidson has found success, defended the organization's transgender inclusion po- inclusion policy, saying they were formed in alignment with the LB- LPGA and the United States Golf Association. McKinnon acknowledged the views on whether it's fair that Davidson is competing against biological females 
and said the league will poll its players on its transgender inclusion policies and asked Davidson to undergo additional testosterone testing to ensure compliance with the appropriate guidelines. So we're having this conversation about a biological male who's physically superior to females. Gee, shows up and starts out driving all the females. Well, how is that possible? Because he's a male. Because he has a larger bone structure, more musculature. And the, the hormones can only mask so much, folks. And just because you're on hormones for a certain amount of time doesn't mean all your muscle mass goes away. And there is a distinct advantage for those men pretending to be women on the on these women sporting teams slash uh, sports. And the other aspect of all of this, of, of course, is the attack on our children. Now, you would think that maybe in Dallas, maybe in Fort Worth, you'd find this kind of deviancy marketing, marketing a sexually promiscuous event where scantily clad men dressed as women are undulating and performing sexually explicit routines for children. You expect that in Democrat-dominated Dallas. You expect that in Fort Worth that is falling fast to the same affliction. You don't expect it in rural Texas, but it actually is proposed to be happening. A group called Basin Pride. And let me stop you right there. But Do you know how many gay groups are out there of gay men, gay women who say, don't lump us in with these, these transgender shows trying to market themselves to children. Don't, we, we don't believe in gays against groomers is one of those organizations. I've interviewed uh, one of the, uh, the head honchos at gays against groomers and they, they do, they do not believe that sexual content is appropriate for children, whether it be heterosexual or homosexual. But so th- this, this basin pride group, it's not, it's not about gay pride because a lot of gay people object to what these people, we don't even, I don't even know what the hell to call them, what they're doing to kids. They're featuring a drag queen, all ages Barbie themed party in Midland, Texas. The event was to be held at I Love My Selfie, located in the Imperial Shopping Center on Waldley Avenue. The pink party was to feature local Permian Basin drag queens. And I'm not going to even give them any notoriety here. But the drag queens were going to show up and they were going to perform for quote unquote all ages. Now look, I'm very clear about this. Whatever you want to do as an adult, if you're a, if you're a, a lady out there that says, oh, I want to go watch scantily clad men parading around like women, groovy. If you're a, if you're a guy, an adult who wants, you're into that kind of thing, go do you, man. I, I, don't, I don't care. The minute you start bringing children into this, the minute you start undulating and doing sexually promiscuous routines for children, I don't care whether you're a stripper, an, an actual female stripper, or a male pretending to be a female doing these types of activities for children. It is inappropriate. It is inappropriate to market this type of sexual activity to children. And a lot of, a lot of common sense parents know it. A lot of common sense Christians know it. Heck, the gay community knows it. And it's only these deviants 
that are trying to promote this and those who are trying to capitalize on it for political gain. That would be the Democrat Socialist Party. Talk to an organization pushing back on all of this. Coming up on the Salcedo Storm podcast. And now a word from our sponsor. I'm sure you've seen all these Obamacare commercials. If they were accurate, everybody would be happy. And your wallet wouldn't be dragged over the coals. In the real world, it appears... Those ads are just as much BS as Obamacare is. What if you're under 65 and need quality, affordable health coverage? American Medical Plan specializes in under 65 health insurance plans that have zero co-pays at the doctor and no deductible on all outpatient services, including surgeries. You pick your doctors and hospitals. There are private plans, enroll anytime, and they are 30 to 60% less than Obamacare. If you're paying too much for your own health insurance, call American Medical Plans. They will customize a plan managed and chosen by you not the government. A liberty-loving American takes on Washington, Hollywood, and the whole media establishment. He's Chris Salcedo. Join his fight. Tune in to The Chris Salcedo Show every weekday afternoon on Newsmax. Have you been growing frustrated that all your favorite stuff's getting canceled out there by the woke crowd? When Fox News, in deference to leftists, got rid of Tucker Carlson. Didn't you say to yourself, nobody asked me? Folks, you have power to stop that. Stop funding woke companies. Support those who stand for America, your rights, and your values. Go with Patriot Mobile. I know what you're saying. How is Patriot Mobile going to help me fight back? Well, not only do they have an industry-leading coverage guarantee, They're also America's only Christian conservative cell phone provider. And then there's this. When you make the switch to Patriot Mobile by going to PatriotMobile.com slash storm. PatriotMobile.com slash storm. You support me. You keep my voice independent, making sure the woke crowd can't touch me. So if you prize your values, if you like good value, and you want to keep your liberty-loving Latino conservative, strong, and unafraid, go to PatriotMobile.com slash storm. Use my promo code STORM. Get free activation. Or call 972-PATRIOT. 972-PATRIOT. Take a stand against the woke at patriotmobile.com slash storm. Tired of cable news lying to you? It's time the establishment media went the way of the dinosaurs and for free digital journalism to rise. At Texas Scorecard, we bring you real news for real Texas with no paywalls ever. Go to texasscorecard.com today. Folks, let's get to our guest, Brady Gray, president of Texas Family Project. The mission there is to defend Texas kids and make the family the strongest voice in Austin. And that's a that's a heavy lift. Mr. Gray, welcome. Thank you, Chris. Thank you for having me. So first off, just give me a a broad uh, description of your organization. How many people you have? How how expansive are they around Texas? And why was it? Why was your organization founded? I mean, I know the mission, but what prompted this? Sure. Yeah. Um, you know, the prompting of our of our organization was we just saw a vacuum in the state of Texas uh, of you know needing people that could fight um, for the family in Austin. <clears throat> you know, every organization out there, every every group, <clears throat> every cause has got lobbyists. You know, whether it's whether it's your you know electric co-ops or your you know, whatever it may be, they've all they've all got AT and T, your casinos. Everybody's got lobbyists in Austin, but the one group who doesn't have any voice in Austin was the family. And uh, that's kind of where we started with this idea. We worked with some folks um, with American Principles Project, do some stuff, really, really great stuff around the country, and and launched this organization. Um, and, you know, like I say, launched it with that initial intent of let's make the family the strongest voice. We're seeing this degradation in our society. And at the time, we were seeing, you know, boys playing in girls' sports. Um, the the legislature had passed a bill to stop it in, in elementary school, junior high, high school, but it, it didn't extend to college. And that was kind of our first fight that we jumped into. And then 
really rapidly, um, we began to, to find even more stuff that we, some stuff that we didn't know existed. And, and you know, these drag shows in the presence of kids is, a, is probably the most prime example of that. And so, um, like I say, the, the, the organization launched with the, with the mission there of just being a voice for the family, being a voice for, for kids in this state in Austin, um, whenever legislators are being inundated with other lobbyists and, and um, we've kind of found ourselves in the middle of a lot of fights and uh, we've grown really rapidly. We've got, you know, thousands of folks that, that subscribe to, to our email blast our action alerts and, and help support us along the way. And, uh, and those people are the people that, that actually kind of get their boots on the ground and, and, uh, and get to see some action happen when we, we shut down some of these events like we did uh, this last weekend. Well, yeah, let's let's talk about that because uh, in the middle of January, you folks got word of, and, and you would think this kind of stuff goes on in Dallas, which it does, um, and, mm-hmm. and in places like Fort Worth and the big cities, but y- you don't think this kind of stuff would crop up in Midland, Texas, but, but it did. This is uh, a group called Basin Pride featuring drag queens, at a, quote, all-ages Barbie-themed party in Midland, Texas. The event was was to be held at I Love My Selfie, located in the Imperial Shopping Center on Waldy Avenue, but you guys put a stop to it. Uh, well, at least it's been temporarily postponed. Tell me about what, what led you to this to this event and, and, and how... I guess when they start saying all ages pride events, this takes it in my mind out of the purview of, of just trying to be tolerant in adult society. This, this screams to me grooming children to accept this type of depravity. That's exactly right. And and I don't, I, I don't know any other way to define grown men, dressing in in women's lingerie and dancing and demanding a, an audience of children i don't know how to define other than abuse and grooming um and that's just that's that's simply what it is and so you know here in this last legislative session our organization worked really hard to try to see senate bill 12 passed it was passed it's passed by the senate we had to do a lot of work in the house to get that bill passed but it but it did pass the governor signed it unfortunately that legislation which would ban these purient performances in the presence of minors. That legislation is currently held up because um, groups like ACLU of Texas sue and say that this is a violation of the First Amendment rights of these grown men to be able to dance in front of children. And so that that legislation is pending before the Fifth Circuit, really hoping to get a good outcome there. But in the meantime, you're right, these events get to keep happening. And, and you know, the first event that we ever knew about, it was in Dallas, Texas. And then we, you know, we shut one down in Rockwall. And then we had one that happened over in Katy. And, um, but that's the exact thing that we hear from people. You know, we go to Midland and we go to, to Lubbock and some of these pe- places. And these people, they'll say that. So, you know, I, I know this stuff happens in Dallas and in Austin, Houston, but not out here. But it does happen out there. Matter of fact, one of the very first drag shows that I ever knew happened in the presence of kids happened in Weatherford, Texas. Wow. It's about 20 miles west of Fort Worth. It's my hometown. It's where I live. And it happened right here in my hometown. They happen in Midland. And it's disgusting. And I think it speaks to the degradation of our society and what we're continuing to see across the state, um, both with these pride events, with the, with the porn that we're seeing in public school libraries and in public libraries. It's just a continuation of the degradation of our society. You know, and it's not. And see, I know that groups like Gays Against Groomers, 
uh, I so when when they when they call these things pride events, they're they're not really because lots of gay men don't want to parade around in women's lingerie in front of toddlers in front of children. Uh, a lot of uh, a lot of lesbians don't want to dress up as men and parade around in front of children and, and overtly sexual uh, content. To call it a pride parade indicates that that gay people want to to normalize sexual relationships with with minors, and that's just not the case. And that's why you see these these gay groups rising up saying, "Hey, these these groomers don't speak for us." How many how many of uh, folks in the gay community have come up to you and say, "Man, we're with you." I mean, we're gay, but we don't we don't want to normalize sexual relations with kids. I mean, honestly, Chris, I, I haven't had those conversations, and, and I and I know that those groups exist. I know that gays versus groomers exist, and some of that stuff exists. And I certainly think um, that yeah, those people they they don't want to be to be into the same boat as these people. But on the flip side of that argument, um, we have gotten to where we've gotten in society because we've normalized things like homosexuality. And the more that we normalize things that are not normal, the further we will go down this rabbit trail. And so I think there is a place where we have to stand. There's a place where we have to say, nope, this is, these things are right and these things are wrong. Um, for me and for, for my house and for Texas Family Project, um, we, we, we hold that line at what the Bible says is right and what the Bible says is wrong. Um, we are an unapologetically Christian organization. And so um, I believe that that is where we, we find truth. I believe that that is where we see people flourish. And I think that when we deviate from that is when we start to see not only, you know, people begin to be confused, lives begin to be destroyed, but evil begins to take over. And and that goes everywhere from, from these drag shows to the transitioning of children and teaching children um, that they're not fearfully and wonderfully made, but that there's something wrong with them and they need to have surgeries to alter it. And I think all of it is, is just absolutely abhorrent. I think it's evil. Um, and I think it's it's hurting a generation of kids. Well, the basis for by, the nuclear family, the base, the nuclear family is the basis and the foundations, I should say, of Western civilization. And yeah, absolutely. And it, it many people would would rationalize, Mr. Gray, that that that's the target. That it's not necessarily our children who are the target. It is the foundation, the bedrock that sets up the 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 west western civilization or the civilized society which is the american family which is the target here do you buy that uh, i absolutely buy that i think that is absolutely what we've seen uh, we've seen every every possible attack um, that can come against the family we see in this country um, and that whether that is um, you know teaching children that that they can be these different genders and that they don't have to have that life whether that is simply the dramatic pushes um to put women into the workforce and move our children into public schooling and you know the government will educate your children women don't need to do that anymore y'all can go into the workforce all of this and and as benign as it may seem has led us down a pathway um, that has brought us to a point today where we we don't have that strong family, that strong nuclear family, um, that I believe is is the like you say the basis for Western civilization, the basis for the success that that we that we saw um, for how this country was founded. What what do you say to critics out there of of the idea of because right now as you're you're seeing women out there trying to compete in sports, 
and uh, because you you just mentioned taking women out of the and uh, uh, putting them in the workplace, taking them out of the home. But there are a lot sure. of women right now that are that are in their career motivated, and some of them are athletes, and some of them sure. want to compete, and they get scholarships. And now you've got the American left saying that biological males can now compete with females, giving them a significant disadvantage in in um, in in sports. And then robbing them of the ability to to go on to to higher education, which I, I don't think that you would you would be for keeping women out of higher education or any of those Not career at all. advancements. Not yeah. at all. Not at all. Matter of fact, you know, I, my my wife, my very wife, she's brilliant. She has she has a master's degree and and yeah, all of those things. And so no, by by no stretch would I want to do any of those things. I think that it is great that many women can go into the workforce and be successful. I think those are good things, and them in the, of themselves is not bad. Uh, but like you say, we have so many um, we have so many young women that that are incredibly athletic, incredibly talented, and and they you know they work super hard from the time they're little bitty all the way up to be to become these great athletes, become successful in their sport, and then we see them today go on to university and now. They get to college, and now they're having to compete uh, compete against grown men. I mean, the Riley Gaines story is obviously very, very famous, but right now, just the last couple of days, I've seen the story about the, the LPGA person. There's now a man playing on the on the LPGA tour as wow. a as a trans athlete. I mean, this is this is insanity. Um, and, I mean, and, I, and I, I'm somebody who you know played sports growing up, played sports my whole life. I played golf with with collegiate female golfers, golfers that were significantly better at golf than I am. Mm-hmm. I could still outdrive those girls by 80 or a hundred yards. Well, and I'm not even a good golfer. I'm a bad golfer. And so <laughs> the idea that, that we would put a man on the LPGA, it just doesn't even make sense, but that's what we've gotten into. We've created a society where truth doesn't matter. And we see that at every turn. We see that every time we watch our vice president open her mouth. She nothing she says is true. Most of it doesn't make sense. It's just a, it's just this random mess of words that we are told this is true and you're going to believe this. And so, um, it's it's very Orwellian that, and we've just reached this point in society that is, um, it, it's bizarre to live in, um, but it has become our reality that people say things. And they believe if they say them with enough confidence and they say them enough that they that they become true and you just have to believe them. Right. It's the Barack Hussein Obama syndrome that they, all you got to do is give a speech and then it's so and they and, and they believe they can change reality just by de- by declaring it so. And but again, it, it doesn't work in humanity's favor. It doesn't work in the civilized society's favor. Everything that is being done here, I would rationalize. By the way, Brady Gray is our guest, president of the Texas Family Project. I would rationalize everything that is being done is to destroy the underpinnings of of what many of us would call is is right, is just, and it's all being done to dismantle something that's in their way. By them, I mean the left-wing extremists in this society. How much of this how much do you you put at the feet of the Democrat Party for instead of pushing back on those who want to say that 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 fantasy is real and reality is fantasy? How much blame do you put at the feet of of the Democrat Party for enabling that rather than pushing back on it? Oh yeah, that that's the word enabling, and I think you put you have to put almost all the blame 
at the feet of the Democrat Party for enabling that. And don't get me wrong, there's plenty of blame to lay at the Republicans' feet for not putting a stop to what the Democrats are doing as well when they have the opportunities. But the Democrat Party is absolutely enabling this ideology. They've they've given in to the furthest left in their in their in their circles. And they've allowed those people to become their thought leaders. They've allowed those people to become the people who are pushing forward the policy and the ideas. And they've all just fallen in line behind them. And now you see people who 20 years ago would have told you the same politicians 20 years ago would have told you that they don't agree with gay marriage. Today are telling you that a four or five or six year old kid can change their gender. They're today are telling you that men can become women and that men can have children and all, all of these crazy things. And so I think you have to lay just a massive amount of blame at the feet of Democrat for, for enabling this. So well, the last thing I have for you is about the science, because and I think this is pretty key. Genetically speaking, you cannot make a male a female. You cannot yes. make a female a male. The science says you can't do that. And but there are so many in this society that are trying to say, oh, yes, you can. Uh, men can have babies, which is, again, they're, they're, they're playing verbal jujitsu and they're they're avoiding the male, female biological designations by saying man and woman, saying man and woman is a sociological construct. And so they're rebelling against that. But to what end? And as you said, it's causing a lot of confusion out there. And uh, to, to young people who can't discern what the hell is going on, but to adults, and this is, this is again, where I, you know, I blame the adults for accommodating all of this w with your interactions with the legislature. What these people you talk to when you try to say, look, it's biologically impossible, not to mention the psychological impact that these people are going through when they go through ill-advised so-called transitions what what do they tell you what, what what is their scientific rationale for for not wanting to limit these gender modification surgeries on children who are too young to make the decision for themselves it's all about feelings everything is about how do i feel and that's all they care about well they they feel this way they feel that way my child feels this way. And a lot of it's a lot of it's acceptance. People it's people wanting to be a part of the cool crowd. Uh, there's a I, I'm, I'm going to completely forget the name, but there's a well-known feminist who says she has a quote that especially among adolescent females, transgenderism is contagious because they want to be accepted. And so you have you have kind of a whole array here of different things that happen, but it all boils down to one thing. And it's well, it's a feeling. My child feels like they're this. This kid feels like they're that. I feel like my child's this. That's a thing we're seeing now a lot is we're seeing people who are transing their kid online publicly for people, presumably for the clicks, presumably because it's getting them attention. And that's the only reason I can assume that they would do it. Um, but wow. they say, well, no, my, my kid believes that they're trans. My kid believes that. Well, Chris, I have a, I have a six-year-old son. I have a two-year-old daughter. And I can tell you that if I set out tomorrow to convince my six-year-old little boy that the sky was green and I got a, a whole bunch of other adults in the room to, to, to join me, I could convince him the sky's green. He's six years old. He's impressionable. And so when these people start telling me that my five-year-old is non-binary, my five-year-old uh, knows that they're not the gender. No, they don't. There's no such thing as a trans kid. The only the, There's no such thing as a trans child. 
just just abusive parents. That's what you have there. And so, um, yeah, like I say, it, it all boils down to emotion, whether it's the emotion of a, of a teenager who has decided they believe that there's something they're not or the emotion of a parent who's convincing a child or a teenager of those things. It all comes down to feelings. And this is totally backwards from what from what the Bible tells us. Romans tells us that we have to renew our minds, that our bodies, that we are fearfully and wonderfully made in the image of God, and that we have to renew our minds. What the world and what the trans movement is telling people is that, no, your mind is okay, and you just need to change your body to fit your mind. It's completely contrary to what the Word of God teaches. It's completely contrary to what is fruitful for people, and it's frankly, it's evil, and it's destructive to teach a child that there's something wrong with them and that they need some sort of surgery to mutilate their body so that they can be who they were supposed to be. Yeah, and I think think you hit on it with this sickness of, air quotes, parents who would utilize their children as a mechanism to get attention, clicks and adulation from left-wing left-wing praisers just so they can belong. I think it takes a special kind of evil to sacrifice your children's future, their health, their psychological well-being to sacrifice it on that altar. And that's what I believe a lot of these parents are doing. Now, the last thing I'm going to tell you is I I have actually interviewed a uh, a trans family, a child that that was born and from the moment it came out of the womb, the moment it could talk, insisted uh, that that this child was the op- was the opposite sex. I actually interviewed the parents, and yeah. gender dysphoria is is a legitimate diagnosed absolutely con- condition, but it is it is rare. It is exceedingly rare among the human population. This idea of of trans of, oh, I feel this way, it, it, it is, it, it's more of a movement, but we do have to acknowledge the actual clinical diagnosis of gender dysphoria, do we not? Sure. Yeah, and, and I believe, Chris, I mean, it's certainly gender dysphoria exists. It, it certainly does. And, and I believe with all my heart that the compassionate and the loving thing to do with a child who is suffering from gender dysphoria is to teach them that they are fearfully and wonderfully made, to teach them that though their mind is telling them something different, they really are exactly as God designed them. And, and to encourage them in that and to teach them, you know, this, this is really, this is what the truth is. And well, to and love you know, do you know what, do you know what the parents did in response to this? They said, well, okay. Uh, because they, they tried for five years to convince their child that they were the sex they were born with, and the child fought them every step of the way. I mean, from the mm-hmm. moment this child could talk. So what they did is they, they're allowing the child to live as the, 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 the child's chosen sex, but they've not lopped anything off. They've not gone through any chemical castration. They've not done any of that. Uh, yeah. Waiting until the child is old enough to be sure and mature enough to make that decision. These parents did the responsible thing in my view. Yeah, I, I would, I would agree. I mean, I think it's incredibly, I mean, like you say, it's, it's incredibly, it's, it's not even just irresponsible. It's, it's evil to give children puberty blockers and to do these surgeries and to do them under the guise of, well, you know, these puberty blockers are reversible. They're not, they're not. you can't start a six year old little boy on puberty blockers and think that they're going to turn out. Okay. They're just simply not. And so you're right. You know, there are 
there are feminine there are feminine men there are there are masculine women those things exist um and and to act as though that if you're a feminine man that you should just be a woman or masculine woman you should be a man um like you say it's it's nonsensical and it's it's irresponsible yeah i i I couldn't agree more and the the idea that and again that the politics of this i can't escape it that we're, yeah. we're 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 being served up this this latest divisive tactic. They take a legitimate the the slightest kernel of truth, and that's why I brought it up. The gender dysphoria, and they blow it up into this into this massively divisive issue, which of course is the hallmark of the left. So yeah. uh, do me a favor if you can, would you, uh, Mister Mister Gray Brady Gray, president of the Texas Family Project. If folks want to find out more about what you guys do, where can they go? Absolutely. You can go to texasfamilyproject.com. Um, there you can sign our pledge. You can sign up to receive our emails and our and our action alerts. Um, and we will keep you informed on what we find out around the state. Of course, if there's these type of events happening, uh, we will send out action alerts and let you know about what's going on. And so texasfamilyproject.com or on social media at FamilyProjectTX. Mr. Gray, great to meet you, man. Thanks for being here. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. And that, as they say, my friends, is a wrap. That is it for the Salcedo Storm podcast. Do me a favor. Visit a couple of websites. TexasScoreCard.com. That's where we keep track of of all the things going on politically in the state of Texas and culturally. Yeah, you can catch that article about what happened in Midland, Texas with this quote-unquote all-ages drag queen show. That story is at Texas Scorecard. Also check out ChrisSalcedo.com. That's where you find me. The Chris Salcedo Show, the mornings on AM Talk Radio on KSEV, simulcast on Rumble and Getter and Newsmax 2. Then in the afternoon, we go all TV on Newsmax 1, 4 o'clock till 5 Eastern. Till we visit again, my friends, remember this. Society's worth isn't measured by how much power is stolen by government. It is measured by how much power is reserved for you and me. We, the people. Stay vigilant out there, my friends. Snow and sun are here at Ski Apache. Head to Alto, New Mexico to experience some of the best warm weather skiing and boarding in the country. With breathtaking views, New Mexico's only eight-passenger gondola and over 750 acres of skiable terrain, it's a mountain of fun for the whole family. Plus, turn your ski trip into a getaway when you stay at Inn of the Mountain Gods. Enjoy world-class gaming, acclaimed dining, family-friendly activities, and much more. Plan your winter getaway at skiapache.com. 